Droppe Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. This is episode 85. Isn't that amazing? We're three off what it would take us to go back to the future. But anyway, um, that's Matt there. You can hear giggling to my stupidity. G'day Matt, how are you? Oh, just living the dream. Fantastic. That's the way. What have you been up to? Um been trying to play some games, but I've only been really focusing on, well, mainly one game, which you talked about last week, and I grabbed off you after the episode. episode, yeah, and uh, I grabbed off you when you left, and I've been playing Uncharted. I just finished it, all three today. Didn't 100% them, I just wanted to do the stories and get my, uh, uh, get my Drake on for number four, really. And I'm so stoked that I did. Jeez, I put hours in the last couple of weeks into that game, and God, it's been fun. A pretty damn good series of games. Yeah, yeah, it is. And now I'm really keen to... I mean, Naughty Dog did a great upgrade. The remastering was fantastic. And we were just mentioning it before, and you know, to make the games that are that old, really, you know, with one and two, I suppose and upgrade them to a point where they are extremely playable and very, very you know, rewarding again to go through uh, on the new generation console is awesome, or current generation console. Um, I definitely has think, been great. I definitely think the third one is the least... Um, the, uh, I don't know about the least. It's kind of the most let down mm. of all of them. I mean, it's a great game and the story's great, but there's just like little things in the controls and the camera movements and stuff that frustrate me. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I noticed the same thing. I think Uncharted 2 is the best of the three, easily. Mm. It was funny, actually, the amount of times it, during 3 when you'd die because of an issue with the controls which didn't seem to happen all that much in the other two. Um, it was like... You know, I don't think it happened was in wrong. the PS3 version either. It, it feels odd. Like, mm, it did. There was, there was like glitches and shit in the remastered version of 3 that I didn't notice in the first two and I don't remember being in the original game. Mm. Like, um, like just frame rate drops and control, yeah. funny things with the controls and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I suppose I didn't notice them as glitches, I guess. I just probably wrote them off as that's just the old game. Yeah, it just doesn't control as nicely as it should in these days. But very rarely did I notice it in 1 and 2, but in 3 I did a fair bit. Like you'd go for cover and all of a sudden you're just not in cover or you'd stand next to a pole instead of you know duck behind something lower and right next to it and you just get shot mm. and you know that got a bit frustrating but it didn't happen enough that it was really annoying it just seemed to happen when there was too much else going on and it was overwhelming and you were trying to evade stuff and it just wasn't happening because you were getting yourself caught on rocks yeah that old chestnut so, but anyway, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing and I've been absolutely loving it. So if I've, I've been talking about it with a few friends and there's a couple of my mates that haven't played it yet. So I'll definitely be handing the disc over and getting them to have a bit of a run through. 
because um, it's perfect. I brought over Mad Max for you finally too. Oh, awesome. So, you so can, I can start that. You can start playing that. Yeah. Mean, in the meantime, uh, remember the last episode, I think it was the last episode, we were talking about Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. and... Um, and I said, oh, this will be the first one that I haven't pre-ordered. I do remember. Out of all of them. Well, um, turns I, out. <laughs> during that episode, I was a bit like, eh, don't know if I'll do it or not. We'll just wait and see. And then that night, like mere hours after that, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll pre-order it. Jumped on the Ubisoft online shop, pre-ordered the biggest collector's edition they have, which is the Big Ben collector's <laughs> edition. Yeah. comes with a statue and um, the season pass included and a flask and a couple other bits and bobs. Nice. Um, you use the flask. 220 bucks, mm-hmm. which is pretty exy, but it comes with the sure season is. pass and whatever, so that's fine. I was like, oh, whatever, I'll just pre-order it because I generally like Assassin's Creed. So the game came out yesterday and about three days ago, uh, my credit card got charged 220 bucks and then <laughs> 176 bucks from the same mark, uh, merchant. That's awesome. And I was like, that's weird. What the hell is going on here? Because I kind of don't want to be giving away an extra 176 bucks. Hmm. So I logged onto the Ubisoft shop, and it turns out I had forgotten that I'd already pre ordered it in July, three months ago. <laughs> yeah I got an email from the Ubisoft shop three months ago offering me a deal where I could like trade my Uplay points you get Uplay points for like getting certain achievements in Ubisoft games if you're logged in um, so it said you can use your Uplay points however many to get a 20% off discount voucher for the Ubisoft shop and of course it's nice. a great deal so I pre-ordered that yeah. Big Ben Collector's Edition and got it for 176 so my credit card got charged four hundred dollars, and then on awesome. Friday I went to the post office and I had two huge fucking boxes to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, hopefully I can get that returned and refunded pretty soon. Because <laughs> that's unreal. You know, I could probably use an extra two hundred and twenty bucks when I go to PAX next week. Well, you've got four hundred dollar bookends now. Yeah, well that's it. So that's all right. Yeah, I haven't played very much of Assassin's Creed yet because I've been playing Guitar Hero Live. But um, yeah, I'm, what I have played, I really, really like it. It's got um, the the main protagonists are two twins, a guy and a chick, and you can alternate between them by just pausing the game and clicking in the right stick, and you can play as either one, which is a nice little touch. Yeah, that it is provides banter between the two characters throughout, which. Is a so it's a touch. little bit like uh, GTA Five. Not really, because they're always with you. I think oh, okay. the most part. Some so, missions. Yeah. So that one of the first missions, they separate you, and one goes one way, and one goes the other way. Mm-hmm. But you don't just swap between them for that. You do one at the mission with the guy, and then it sends you over to do the mission with the chick. But in general, I'm pretty sure you're just running around with both of them, doing mm, your random stuff. Um, which is a nice touch. Uh, they've really, I mean, as much as the controls for climbing and parkour and stuff in Assassin's Creed are good, but they're kind of not good mm-hmm. generally. Um, yeah. In the new one, they've they got it pretty well down pat now. I mean, you're still going to find yourself running into a wall thinking you can climb it and then not climbing it. But 
There's not much they That's can do annoying. about that. I, yeah. Well, yeah, there's not much they can do about it, I think. So you just got to learn to be smarter with what you're fucking doing. Yeah. Um, but there's like horse and cart, like horse, horse-drawn carriages and shit that you can drive around. Um, it's set in the sort of industrial revolution time of London, I think, like the early, early yeah. 1800s or yeah. m- mid to late 1800s. So It did look really amazing the way that they'd done the plan of the city and you know basically reinvented that entire city. Yeah. It does look pretty, pretty cool. Well, looked pretty amazing. Yeah. There's um because it's got London, so there's like – Landmarks that you see that remind me of the order, 1886. Oh, yeah. around the exact same time. Like mm. the back of the box here says that it's London, 1868. Oh, wow. So whereas oh. the, order, the order is like a 80, alternate history. 1886. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So 20 years. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you see Old Bailey and Big Ben and all that kind of shit. Um, hopefully I'll have more to talk about that next time if I end up talking about it because next time is going to be – PAX and Paris Games Week is on this week. Yeah. Tuesday. Unfortunately, we can't record after that because I'm going to be flying out like a two day, a day and a half after. That's right. But um, yeah. Well, it goes for a week. So by the time you get back. Well, the main thing is. I'll be kind of finishing at the same time. The PlayStation conference is on Tuesday. So there should be some big reveals because they didn't want to do much at Gamescom. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, we'll save ours. Wait till Paris. For the yeah. Paris Games Week. So they're going to be doing a big conference, so that hopefully will show some good shit. Um, but yeah, Guitar Hero Live is finally out. Yes, and it, it looks kind of interesting. <laughs> There's uh, You were playing it before and didn't have the TV blaring, which was probably a good thing. Yeah, I had my headphones plugged into my PlayStation controller. Yeah, and then... All I could hear was click, 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 strumming And that's it. That's all I could hear. And then you took the headphones out and I could still only really hear that and some song playing in the background. It is a pretty loud clicker on the controller, but at least at least it's responsive, which is good. They changed the um the button configuration to two rows of three instead of one row of five. Mm, which makes it easier for it, me to play. Yeah, it feels a bit more like playing guitar, I guess. Because mm-hmm. you're holding, like, maybe the first button on the top row and the second button of the bottom row for a, a note or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the main thing about the Guitar Hero Live, I mean, the new controller, I think, is way better. Um, much easier to pick up, much easier to, you know, kind of learn to advance through the difficulties it's hard to master obviously but um the other thing is that there's two modes now guitar hero live and guitar hero tv guitar hero live is the one where it's uh basically there's like 10 or so bands and you play as the lead guitarist in each band doing sets of like three to five songs in front of a live crowd and if you suck, the crowd turns and starts <laughs> booing you and stuff. And it's cool because it's like filmed live. They've they got actual people to play the instruments in your band and got an actual crowd and filmed it. So as your character, you're playing the game, your character's sort of looking around at the bandmates and stuff around you. And it's actual video of people playing instruments and stuff. Oh, wow. So the idea obviously is immersion. Um, mm. And it's a pretty cool 
little touch. It looks very cool. And then obviously you've got quick play, but the problem is there's only 42 songs in that mode. So then you've got Guitar Hero TV mode, which um, is basically two channel, two music channels that are constantly playing songs, music videos, streaming. And um, in that, there's, a, I think, like 250 songs at the moment. Yeah, it does seem to be a fair bit. With more being added every week, apparently. The problem being that you have to be online to play that, and it streams, so it uses a fuckload of bandwidth. Um, I was playing it... I played it for like an hour at my house, and I worked out that the music videos are around 200 megabytes each. So you're playing one song, you're downloading 200 or between maybe 150 to 200 meg. Yeah, for three to five minutes. Yeah, so mm, um, the shitty thing is though, that like if you want to choose your own songs rather than just play the ones that are playing on those channels because it plays like a TV show where it has a playlist that it's playing and it doesn't tell you what's next or whatever, you just play it as it comes. Um, but you can go into on-demand mode where you can spend uh, play tokens that you pick up. You get play tokens depending on being... Like if you're really good at one song, you might win three play tokens, but you also get coins. You can use coins to buy play tokens, which then let you go into on-demand and make a playlist or play single songs that you can choose at your own fucking leisure. Um, Which is pretty cool. It is, I think... To have access to all of those. It's something different. It is different to the whole DLC model that you, that they used to have. Um, I've got, I think I've played for maybe two hours and I've got like 40 play tokens. Because when you start, it gives you 6,000 coins and says, here, use these to buy 10 play tokens. Oh, yeah. Or something. Mm -hmm. But then you can buy... um, what's called Hero Cash with actual money on the PlayStation Store or Xbox Store, I guess. Yeah, Store. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you spend your own money, you get Hero Cash, which you can then use to buy play tokens, um, which I thought was the only way that you could do it if you were going to have a party. So you could have, like, maybe buy 100 play tokens and just tell people, oh, if you want to play it, just go and pick a song. Mm. But it turns out they have a thing called a Party Pass, now, this I thought was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I think mm. it's a good touch. I think it's kind of annoying um, if you're still set on the old DLC style where you buy individual songs and then can play them as many times as you mm. like. But uh, then again, like if you're having, for the specific reason of having a party, getting people over to play for a long period yeah. of time and you have mates that are interested in playing it for long periods of time. Yeah, and everyone likes different songs, so you might not have yeah. the songs that they like. That's right. Yeah. So basically the Party Pass gives you 24 hours access to all the songs in the song catalogue for on-demand Yeah, for 24 hours, and it costs $7.40, which is not that expensive, really. Seven mm. bucks, I mean, it kind of is, but it's not. You but know? yeah, if you were having a games night or whatever, you know, for that specific reason of just having it there, yeah, it's only seven bucks. You know, like if you That's you don't like really a co- have one to, and a half coffees. Yeah, you don't even really have to budget that in. You can be like, okay, well, we're having a party downstairs. We're going to set up Guitar Hero and we'll just have it going. And you know, apart from the fact that it's going to 
lead us dry of fucking data for the month. People can just go on there and play whatever songs they want. Well, like, so say it's a 200 meg per song, so for about maybe four to five minutes per song, mm. um, you'd burn through... Well, it's a gig in every 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. Getting close, yeah, getting maybe close to it. I'd say you probably use like three gig in an hour. Mm, I reckon. Yeah. Back to um, back, you probably would. Yeah. So you play for ten hours, which is a pretty long fucking time. That's thirty gig. Um, yeah, true. Hopefully they can lower that down. But if you've got five hundred gig bandwidth, which a lot of people have, like over two hundred gig these days, mm. um, you just chuck on your Guitar Hero and let it play. Um, well, that was kind of the thing that was a bit silly to me. Like, it's it's good to have access to them online, but the fact that they're only streaming is a little bit of a a pain in the ass for me. Like, it would be nice if you did have the option to go, I do really like that song and I'm going to play it a hell of a lot. Therefore, like cash it. yeah, I want to buy it or have it it just installed so that it's running locally and then there's only small packets of data being sent at the beginning and the end of it type thing. And you're not having to stream that whole video in HD because mm. that's, I mean, that seems way more logical to me than I think it does it have online. a cache. It has, because it has an option in there somewhere that says clear Guitar Hero cache, but I don't know what that is. Like, I don't oh, know yeah. what's that saving because it, your channels are just playing randomly through the 250 songs. Mm. And it's not going to save the videos for 250 songs into a cache. No, God, no. Um, not if they're that big. Yeah. But the cool thing with it is, like, if you had it at a party and no one was playing it, you could still leave it on. And it just plays the music videos like you were left Channel V or MTV on your screen. Mm-hmm. And there's two channels to choose from so that it mixes between pop and rock slash metal. So you've got options on there. Hmm. It's pretty cool. So yeah, Party Pass, new controller. It's pretty good. Um, it also has a thing where you can like upgrade your fucking guitar in the Guitar Hero. Most of the meat of the game is definitely in Guitar Hero TV, not in Guitar Hero Live mode. It certainly so, seems to be. But it gives you access to a lot more. I guess in this day and age of like everyone in theory, being connected and having a fairly decent internet connection. Um, it's reasonable enough to expect people to have that, I guess. Yeah, true. But, uh, I mean, it's is there any warning when you purchase it? Uh, I wouldn't I, imagine I, so. I don't know. I haven't looked at the box. Yeah. The shitty thing is, actually, the EB Games website, when it lists the tracks, it lists tracks that are only on the online mode. <laughs> wow. That's almost false advertising. Yeah, because if you buy it and you're like, oh, sweet, I'll play. Like, imagine if you bought your kid Guitar Hero Live and went, here you go, play this, and they yeah. fucking burned through like 30 gig of your data exactly. in fucking two or three days. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, what's, what's going on there? there? Mm. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, I guess that's not so bad. 200 gig is fucking, what, seven ish gig a fucking day allowance yeah so should be enough really yeah whatever don't complain about it I won't 
Except for, for the fact that you'll come over here and just play it here. Yeah, yeah. For 10 hours at a time. Well, that was the shit thing. I was at my house last night and we had Guitar Hero out and we don't have the internet at my house. So we were stuck playing the 42 songs during the offline mode. Mm. That's not so bad because it's still Guitar Hero and it's fun to play. However... There's a big difference between having 42 songs to choose from and 250 songs to choose from. Yeah. And in that 250, you have a fuckload of awesome songs, whereas in the 42, it's like, yeah, maybe a quarter of them are songs that I like. That's not bad, a quarter, yeah, but it's still not enough. It's only 10 and, songs. And it varies up the um, the genres a lot in the offline mode. So you've got things like the Lumineers and stuff, which aren't really rocking songs. Mm. They've still got guitars in them, but then there's two songs in it that make no fucking sense, right? <laughs> Bangarang by Skrillex. Wow. Which I like that song, but it's I'm pretty sure has no fucking guitar in it. <laughs> and Berserk by Eminem, which has oh, yeah. guitar in it, but it's a terrible fucking song. And should not be played by anyone ever. ever. Oh, come on now. It's pretty average. <laughs> it's the one where it's like that trailer park rock fucking style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is like, dude, fuck off. <laughs> it was a burn on Kid Rock. It's just a shit song. Yeah. So I, I think it was supposed to be. I don't think it should be on Guitar Hero, that's for sure. DJ Hero, maybe. But yeah, I don't think you should be putting a friggin' rapper i guess that in guitar hero tv mode there's a cypress hill song but it has tom morello from rage against the machine playing guitar yeah which makes it reasonable enough to put on guitar hero live i guess berserk has guitar in it but anyway it's just a shit song and i hate it <laughs> good way to keep your emotions out of the review bro <laughs> well done but anyway <laughs> i reckon it's pretty good if you've got the internet and you like guitar hero you can and pick you it up like your internet um, Rock Band 4 recently just came out as well. The big difference being that it still uses the five-button style on the controller. So if you've got that muscle memory, you might prefer that. Um, and also it has access to the 2,000-plus song DLC list, which if you, massive. if you own the previous Rock Band games, you can import your previous purchases. I'm not sure if that's cross-console, like Xbox 360 to Xbox One. PS3 to PS4. I would doubt it. But um, still, you can... That's a lot of fucking songs to have access to. It sure is. And it's not burning through your data, except that's for the much. initial download. But then again, it's not playing the music video either, I think. Yeah, it's I just the song. So mm -hmm. That's the cool thing about Guitar Hero Live is that live bit where it's the f crowd in front of you cheering and whatever is a big step away from the cartoony style of it. Mm. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like even yeah, when you were saying like the it's the video clips of the people standing there playing the, the instruments and stuff, I mean, no matter what game you're playing, there's not really a time in it where you look at something and you don't see it as playing a video game. Mm. You know what I mean? Like and if that's not happening and you're not turning around and just seeing some computerized person even in the best ones the best games that we've seen mm. they still look like a computer person you know but if it's a video then it looks more realistic yeah, yeah, that you'd yeah. be there and looking at them it still takes you out of it because there's like that highway in the middle of the screen with all your notes flying down it yeah but yeah. there's bits where like your guitaring stops and it removes all that 
heads up display stuff and just pans around and looks at the crowd as people are singing and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Which is a really cool touch as well because you can like look out at the crowd and read signs that people are holding up like you rock you or suck. you suck. Yeah. Yeah, let's go um, to Red Lobster. Uh, you can have in it, you can have up to two controllers. Guitar Hero Live mode, you can only use two controllers in quick play. I'm not sure about Guitar Hero TV. I imagine you can use two controllers, but I'm not too sure. Um, but you can use a microphone. So it doesn't have the drums or access to playing bass guitar like the original or the older Guitar Hero games had, but you can plug in a microphone and have people sing along to the songs karaoke style as well. I was wondering if you could get an app for the f- microphone like you can um, with uh, yeah. SingStar. Apparently there is a companion app, but I think it's only on iOS. Oh, okay. So I haven't looked at it because I only have a f- Android now. Mm. I got rid of my iPad because fuck that. <laughs> um, but the downside yeah. is if you're playing in quick play mode with two players, the second player is always guessed. Oh. Like you turn on your controller and it prompts you to select, like brings up the user select thing that PlayStation has, the PS4. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you turn on your PS4, turn on a new controller, and it says who is using this controller right it does the same thing with the guitar but no matter what you pick it says this is player two is a guest and their stats will not be stored oh wow so if you're in a couple and want to play together and compete against each other the second person's stats will not be kept so you'll never you know yeah that's it is pretty shit in any game when you don't get to do that yeah and it's in this day and age, there's not really any reason why they should not fucking have stats stored for the second player. So it's kind of a shit touch. Hmm. But well, yeah, um, Rock Band 4 costs $500. So there's your fucking pros and cons. Yeah, it's a big difference. <laughs> Unless mm. you've got, although you can use the instruments from the PS3 version. Uh, okay. Actually, that's funny. I, I On a bit of a side track here, um, the new Skylanders came out just recently. I think it was Skylanders, the one where they're supercharged yep. and they have the cars. Um, and I was just going through the PlayStation store the other day and like on the actual PlayStation and it came up and said, um, buy the standalone game. And it was like in brackets, it said for... Um, so you can play you know, Previous owners of the portal basically. Mm. Um, and then I went and had a look at it and I've got like five portals here from Skylanders over the years. <laughs> and now they've changed it again. So they have a new one for this new game. Yeah. So you can't use your old ones. They're not compatible anymore. So it kind of struck me as a bit funny that they were pimping by the game by itself. But the only people who would want to buy it, a digital version of it, would have had to have gone and bought the pack anyway. Are and you sure? It'd, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can use the old portal. Not for the new game. It's not, it doesn't work at all. That's fucking Because I went and looked it up. Because I, I went, oh, well, fuck, if I can do that, then I'll just go and buy the characters and I'll buy the game at like half the price than what it is in the store. Mm. And I'll be sweet. But no, you can't use it. They're different... <laughs> Uh, codes or whatever on the actual uh, uh, yeah Skyland thing so that's ridiculous but anyway gotta make that, that paper in a bit of a segue um, 
I did watch uh, my son Charlie playing uh, um, Lego Dimensions. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. And it was it was good fun. Even just spectating, it was good fun. Um, You know, there's enough in it with we all know the characters basically that have been in every other Lego game. Um, But now you've got uh, there's like The Simpsons. there's Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. Um, you know, there's just a couple of extra ones that are now getting put in the game, but the comedy is always... It, it reminds me in a way of, like, the way Pixar kind of make their movies. You know, there's enough going on for the kids to not notice the adult humour that's happening at the same time. And it made it really entertaining to sit there and watch my son playing and he was doing his, his thing and making Lego and doing all this other stuff. And, you know, in the game you earn coins as you always have in every Lego game and you can upgrade your extras pretty much. So you don't really upgrade the players as much, but, um, you can go in and like, you know, one might come with a vehicle so you can spend money on upgrading the vehicle so that it's faster or stronger or whatever. Not mm-hmm. that there's really any point to that, but not that I saw anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it just has that little bit extra in it. But yeah, it was just fun to, you know, watch Homer running around, you know, burping and farting and making all these stupid comments about just stuff. Like he ended up going to... um uh, in the movie, the Simpsons movie, when he went and got lost in the desert or whatever, and um, you know, met the medicine lady, the big boob lady, that points in the directions with her boobs. That was pretty funny in the movie, but she's in it as well. And um, there's just like funny interactions with them, and it it actually made it quite entertaining, which is really good for the amount of money that it cost to have it as an entertaining thing is probably a bit of a bonus because to have to spend that much money on a game and then it be just shit would be really annoying. Mm. So kind of glad that it's uh, it's a good game and the, the kids really enjoy it. Charlie's been having a great time with it. And it's actually really sparked a, a renaissance of, uh, of Lego love in him. Now, I walked into the room, the other, his bedroom, and he's sitting there on the floor making Lego stuff. So, and he hasn't really played with Lego for years. He's 10 years old now. So, Lego's long gone. Lego's awesome. It is. It is good fun. And I actually sat down and just mucked around and played some Lego with him as well. It was cool. So, but if you do have kids, then, and you can get the game and the expansions aren't going to be too much of a financial drain, then uh, it is way better than anything else that I've ever seen them play or played myself that uses a portal or has external pieces that you can use in a game. It's really good and very entertaining, and it looks like it's a very deep game that you can play for a long, long time. So pretty stoked with that. We were talking about that before its release, and I don't know. I think it's lived up to the expectations of what we were hoping it would. So I still think it's pretty fucking expensive. Oh no doubt, no doubt. Oh well, you just went and spent four hundred dollars on pre-ordering the same game twice, so <laughs> you don't get to fucking weigh in on that. Yeah, you just fair. sit there All quietly right. in your poorness. All right. Fair <laughs> um, what else is happening? We've got. Uh, 
you've already mentioned that you're off to PAX soon. Yeah. Um, going to be looking forward to hearing a couple of the stories coming back from yeah, that. Yeah, that should be good. I'll hopefully have some interviews with some people and whatnot, as is the norm for when we do things like this. Mm. So be prepared for that for the next episode. Um, and I might see if I can do a podcast episode down there with a few people. So it'll be shit sound quality, but hey, whatever. That's, that's what happens when you're on the road. That's what happens when you don't, when you spend all your money on Assassin's Creed and not on Twice. recording equipment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if there's anything that anybody wants to know about or have any questions asked to anybody, then it'd be good to have them sent in. So if you do, uh, by all means, put it in the comments or email us. Probably best to send it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Asmarath. No, at, Matt at dropbeargaming.com. Oh, that's right. Matt at... There you go. So that makes it pretty easy. If you send him an email, then he can try and track people down or you know, get those questions answered for you. That would yep. be good. And if you're at PAX this year, send me an email as well if you want to catch up. Hmm. Sounds uh, good. I should be wearing a Drop Bear Gaming T-shirt, so in theory. <laughs> Unless you put it on and go, nah. Unless I put it on and then don't wear it the next day because <laughs> it's dirty. Because <laughs> it's got tomato sauce stains on it and shit. It's got booze spilled all over it. <laughs> Sweet. Like possums <laughs> chewed holes through it when yeah, I was sleeping right. in a gutter. Happens all so, time. Yeah. Weekly. But anyway, so that'll do us for this episode. It's yeah. not a short one. It is. It is. We haven't been doing a lot, so that's been good. Mm. Um, but anyway, like I said, send us an email, say good day, even if it's just to tell us we're idiots and we should just shut up and die. Just do it. <laughs> send us an email, and we might recommend that that will be considered. But we're not going to go any further than uh, than that. So anyway, thanks very much. Uh, Drop Bear Gaming Podcast 85 is done. So thank you very much for listening, and we look forward to you hearing us again at some stage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Cheers. See you later, everyone. Bye. Bye.